Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hi friends, and welcome back to the She Lives Purposely podcast. I am Megan, and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposely, and I am so excited that you are here this podcast is just going to be so much fun. We talk about really deep and popular questions and then just some fun questions too about relationships. So I gathered these questions on Instagram a few weeks ago. I even answered some of them with my then fiance, now husband, Donnie, um, on an Instagram live. And I thought that they would be so good as a permanent um, content piece on a podcast. So we'll be answering some of those and then some new ones as well. And I'm just so excited to dive in. So this episode is for you. Um, whether you are single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're married, or maybe it's complicated, you're in a talking stage, you don't know what it is, this relationship this relationship, this podcast is for you because we dive into a couple of different topics here. And I think it is just so beneficial, um, whatever season you're in to think about these things and listen to these things, um, because they all come from a very, um, sure, my own perspective on some of these topics, but a biblical perspective, um, too. We're going to bring in so many verses on these topics that talk about dating, marriage, singleness, relationships, all the things. So let's, dive right in. Um, The first question is this. My boyfriend isn't a Christian. What should I do? So I am certainly not in the business of telling people that I don't know what to do with their lives because I know that situations can be unique and each relationship is complex. But this question is one I thought was so important to answer because it's a very common question and it's one that scripture actually talks directly about. So I am going to answer it by saying what I would encourage a friend of mine or family member with. So take it or leave it, but this is what I would tell somebody that I'm close to, somebody that I'm involved in their life. Um, again, every situation is unique, but this is what I believe scripture says and what I would probably encourage someone with. So in 2 Corinthians six fourteen through 15, it says this, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership can righteousness have with wickedness? Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? This is a super powerful verse, and it really talks about exactly what we're going to be talking about today. My counsel would be, and I believe this is what scripture says, that we should not enter into marriage with unbelievers. Why should we not do this? It's not because God wants this exclusive state of mind just for the sake of it. Even the verse elaborates on this topic. If you are in Christ, you are filled with the Spirit and living for the things of Christ. You are walking in light. You have a set of convictions that are of God. You literally have the Spirit of God in you, guiding you and directing you and convicting you. If your partner cannot share in any of those things, it is going to be very difficult for you to remain abiding and growing in the things of the Lord. Now, there's the argument, you know, but what if they get saved? And that would be amazing. But in a very, you know, just unemotional kind of like 
right to the point kind of thought, what if they don't? By the time that you are so emotionally attached that you're ready for marriage, what if they're not a Christian yet? Are you going to take it a step further and marry someone who doesn't share the most important core aspect of your life, who doesn't hear from God the way that you hear from God, who actually denies the core of what you believe? And all the while, let's say that you date for years and you're just still holding out the incredible hope that they do become a believer in Christ. For that time frame that you are dating, whether it's now, whether it's past tense, future, do you expect to grow in the Lord when the person that you are closest to and spend the most time with and are most impacted by is not? The question is, is it easier to lift up someone or to up a step or to be brought down on that step? Who we are is directly impacted by who we spend time with and hang out with. And we hear this all the time when it comes to friendships, but the same thing applies to romantic relationships even more so. Now, am I going to say that this never works out and never becomes something beautiful? Absolutely not. There are incredible couples of different faiths. There are beautiful stories of what we call missionary dating, where you basically date someone and kind of evangelize to them and hope that they become a Christian that end up how we would hope they end up. But am I going to ignore that scripture, um, which is God's word, calls us not to be unequally yoked? No, I'm not going to ignore that. And am I going to ignore the fact that it would be incredibly difficult to really grow in your relationship with the Lord when the person who has the most impact on your life is not just like standing stagnant, but because they disagree with you, pulling you in a different direction, even if it's subtly, even if they're not coming against the things you're saying, but if they're not encouraging you in that, they by default are discouraging you, if that makes sense. Now, the last thing I'll say in this topic is that if you are already married, the Bible actually gives specific instructions in that in 1 Corinthians 7, saying that you shouldn't get divorced for that reason alone. If the person you're married to is fine with living living with a believer, you can totally stay in that marriage um, and just be such a witness in that marriage, love in that marriage, and have such an incredible marriage. The Lord does not call you to divorce for that reason. So question number two is this. This one is a little bit more lighthearted and it is what part of the relationship should people start kissing? Again, I love this topic because I think um, number one, it's a topic that we are going to dive into in a few weeks talking about boundaries in dating and pre-marriage and all of that. And I'm so excited for that topic because I think it is, oh my gosh, so important. But I wanted to answer this question as a more lighthearted topic. Um, Different people have different convictions on this. So I would say pray about it and listen to what the Lord um, you feel like is giving you the freedom to do. Donnie and I, my now husband and I, I was going to say fiance, but husband as of a few weeks ago, um, kissed a few weeks into our relationship. I know couples who saved their first kiss for their wedding day and those who kissed on the first date and those who waited a few months. So there really is no right answer. I will say that the earlier you kiss, the easier it is for physical things to escalate um, to more than just that little kiss. So if you do kiss, no matter at what stage in the relationship, it is time to set up physical boundaries ASAP. Don't let that slip by because you want to set them in place before you get to a place that you wish you hadn't gone to physically with the person you are dating. So question number three is this. How do I break up with someone? And I thought this was such a good question. So I am going to give some do's and some don'ts to this question. Keep it really simple. Um, Do, definitely do it gently and lovingly. 
Number two, do be clear that this is a breakup. Number three, do take their heart into consideration. Number four, do give yourself time to heal and process and be single for a bit after you break up. Then I have three different don'ts. Don't go someone that you've been dating. Don't blame it on God saying that he told you to break up with this person when really you're just maybe not into it, not attracted. You don't know if it'll work out. All of those things. Unless literally God came to you and verbally told you to break up with this person, you really can't blame it on the Lord in that way. Don't throw in when you're breaking up with somebody. This is something I highly recommend and I'm going to go on a little rant about. Don't throw in. Uh, maybe in the future, unless you genuinely will be holding out for this person. If you're not sure and you want to see other people, do not give the person you're breaking up with a hope for a future and do not string them along. That is a big no. It's inconsiderate and it's selfish. And I'm sorry because that's harsh. And I will say that I have done this. So I'm not just coming at you. And I know a ton of people who have done it too. So no condemnation. I'm not coming at you, but let's call it what it is. And if you're contemplating doing this and kind of saying, you know, but maybe in the future, just to kind of lighten um, the hard hit that a breakup is, I highly don't recommend it um, just because it's inconsiderate to their heart. It's not guarding their heart. You're stringing them along when you are becoming less emotionally attached and they're still holding on for hope. So it's really, it's pretty brutal. So I definitely don't recommend that. And then we are going, we have two more, or just kidding, one more question that I'm going to answer. And I'm super excited about this one too, because I think it is a topic that is something that we often ask ourselves, but a topic that we can talk about a lot more. So this next question is how do I know if I'm supposed to go out with someone? I like this question a lot, like I said, because it's very common and I've heard it a ton and I have actually a pretty strong opinion on it. I think more often than not, and this is not always, I know of incredible stories where this is not the case, but more often than not, the Lord gives us the freedom to ask people out and go out with people, and we may never get a sign in heaven from God about whether we're supposed to go out with somebody or not. There might never be a direct thing in the sky that tells us or a voice that screams, go out with this person. It might just be that you happen to be really interested in this person, and they are a firm believer, and you want to give it a shot, and they ask you, out go for it that's my that's my opinion I do know like I said of incredible stories where people have felt like the Lord specifically named people or gave them a vision of people and that is amazing I love it that is not the case for me and Donnie we were both just really into each other and um he ended up asking me out and I really wanted to go out with him and he loved Jesus so I was like let's give this a shot now I will say that there are things in a person that we can you know, kind of help guide us to say we're okay to go out with this person or we probably should not go out with this person. So number one is do they have a relationship with Jesus? Not just do they call themselves a Christian, not just do they you see them at church or whatever, but do they have a relationship with Jesus? And that's something that you can kind of dive into if you don't know them more on those first couple of dates, um, but it should be evident pretty quickly. Number two, are you attracted to them? It's silly, but you should probably be at least a little attracted to this person. That can develop for sure, but if you're not into this person at all, don't over-spiritualize it and think that you have to go out with them. You don't have to go out with them. Otherwise, friends, I would say don't overthink it. Going on a date with someone is not committing to marriage or even a relationship. 
do guard their heart in the process. And when it's time to get serious or make it official, you should know a bit more if you're into this person or not. But otherwise, it's totally okay to go on dates with people and have it not work out. Definitely don't string them along for months and years if you know you're not into it or you're unsure. But going on a few dates is meant to help you see if you actually want to start dating this person and start a relationship with this person. And that's totally okay. I think it's really important that we kind of, you know, definitely guard each other's hearts and date intentionally and date for marriage. But we cannot know if we want to marry somebody unless we really start hanging out with them. And that's what dating is. So I would encourage you, again... If they have a relationship with Jesus and you're interested, I think it's totally okay to go out with someone. Um, And again, you know, there's a bunch of different caveats. Look out for red flags, all those different things. But very generally speaking, I would say, um, yeah, totally it's okay to go out with someone. And more often than not, we're not going to get a sign in the sky about that topic. I hope that these fun little relationship Q&A FAQs um, were fun for you to listen to. They were fun for me to answer and listen to. I love talking about relationships and singleness and dating. um, And we have a couple episodes coming up about those things, which is going to be so incredible. If you have any more questions on relationships, feel free to email me or message me on Instagram at she lives purposefully. And I will more than gladly answer those questions, whether it is via DM in a live Instagram or maybe in an upcoming podcast. So I love you guys. I hope this was an encouragement to you and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at she lives purposefully and to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, so feel free to do that. And also tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you, go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you friends.